Welcome to the show. I forgot it. I forgot to do the intro. What's what's it? Hey guys, it's me, Alex. Welcome to the Alex Cast or whatever I normally say. That was weird. All right, this is an episode of the show that I'm doing. Hooray! I have things in my Google Keep folder that maybe we can talk about. Um, I think there's a couple questions from the audience. Yes, let us first mention this i was on talk to cleo a, a podcast that you can find i'm gonna i'm typing talk to cleo right now into the internet to see if there's a handy um oh well what helps is if you spell this is a bad start to show talk to cleo.com there we go the the, the number two t-a-l-k the number two c-l-e-o.com or you know find it on um iTunes and whatever. Anyway, so it's a podcast. I was on. I talked to Cleo, as as the name would suggest, would be the the order of operations. And uh, yeah, that's it. We let's see. Um, we talked about uh, I don't remember hopes and fears. Um, talked about how weird wind is. So that's a lot of a lot of kind of high talk. Except I wasn't high because I rarely am, and uh, neither was she. Cause she rarely is. So there's that. Go listen to it. <laughs> this, this, this went smoothly. This, this show started great. All right. So, uh, from the Google keep file that I have, because I don't book guests anymore. Apparently I really should start booking guests again. That's what, that's my new year's resolution. I'm going to ask some more people to come on and see if I can't get that uh, to happen. But, uh, but, uh, oh, geez. Sorry, I'm fucking just... Okay, so I have talk about the Westworld finale uh, that I'm to mention Reddit and Amazon. Oh, I could just do that now. Uh, search for Alex Bolin, Alex with two X's on Amazon, and uh, I've got, let's see, two books and now a short story on there. And um, if you're looking for something to read, you should read those. If you're looking for something to review, you should review those, and that would be good. Uh, if you buy something on Amazon... Click the Amazon link on alexcast.com first. Alex, always spelled with two X's because I get a percent of your purchase. And you, you know, you get to just shop on Amazon as per normal. So that's, that's easy. Uh, and yeah, if you want to support the show in another way, uh, it being the holiday season, if you want to give me a holiday present, alexcast at gmail.com, that's the PayPal. So you can send me some PayPal loot. That'd be great because I am buying a new uh, studio basically in the coming year. So any kind of extra cash that you want to put towards this show sounding better, that'd be awesome. Cause I need, I already bought a new mic and mic stand and pop filter. Uh, I'm going to need another set of exactly those for the guest mic. And then I need a new computer. I think the, the, 
the board, the, the mixing board's fine. But anyway, uh, alexcast at gmail.com if you want to send me PayPal. Or just send me an email. Fuck, send me an email saying, fuck you, we ain't giving you no money. And, I'm, and I'll be like, cool, at least he communicated. I was sitting here all lonely. At least I got someone to tell me to fuck off via Gmail. Huzzah! Everything's coming up Millhouse. Except I'm not Millhouse. It doesn't really matter. Why do I have Reddit on there? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, there's an AlexCast subreddit that there's like six of you on there and no one talks. I, not that, and that's not me complaining at all. Like, I, I, I don't really use it. And I don't, I don't imagine. I mean, frankly, I don't know really what you do on a subreddit for, for a podcast, uh, but it seemed like something to have. But anyway, there's a um, What Should Alex Talk About thread on there. So if you want to participate or if you have a Reddit account, just subscribe to it. Um, it's not, you know, it, literally you'll you won't even notice that you're that you're a member because I'm not going to post on there that much. But it's something. So that's that's I I handled it. We did it, guys. Oh, let's read about this. Pardon me for a moment. This is from NASA.gov. The U.S. National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA, seeks proposed solutions for fecal, urine, and menstrual management systems to be used in the crew's launch and entry suits over a continuous duration of up to 144 hours. An in-suit waste management system would be beneficial for contingency scenarios for any long-duration tasks. That's right. It is the Space Poop Challenge. Uh, so if you have any ideas, you have another nine days to submit to uh, NASA uh, any kind of solutions you have for uh, fecal urine and menstrual management systems. This is uh, one. It's just kind of amusing because let's face it, you know, uh, uh, talking about waste always funny, except for when I do it because I sound like I'm a clinician. No, I don't. I I just I get uncomfortable. And maybe that's funny. Maybe that's why you listen. You just want to be like, hey, Alex is being uncomfortable. Let's let's tune on in. Alex Cass, socially awkward. He's like a dork that doesn't know how to dance. Alex Cass. That's what the theme song sounds like if you skip it every week. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it's interesting. So the kind of romantic visions of, of space, you know, traveling traveling outside the, the, the bounds of Earth. And a lot of it does just, you know, on the nitty gritty side, it does come down to like, how do we deal with just shit? You know, that that's actually what a lot of NASA is. I mean, not a lot, but like if you're talking about going to uh, Mars, one of the main problems is the radiation. You're going to you're going to suck up a lot of radiation on the way. And in order to be properly insulated from radiation, you would need like, you know, a bunch of lead and metal or whatever. That's one of the options. But that weighs a, a prohibitive amount. So it'd be really difficult to get the 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 craft, uh, you know, into orbit. So one of the options they're thinking of is that. By the way, towards Mars, you pack the walls with food, essentially. So uh, water and whatnot. And I don't know why, the, why it doesn't absorb radiation. Is Maybe we can eat radiation better than we... I don't know. But one of the ideas is... don't Obviously, I didn't read too deep into this. <laughs> one of the ideas is that you pack the walls one way with food and water. And then on the way back, you pack it with shit and pee. Uh, and that's that's the way you'd protect your astronauts. That's that's space travel right there. That's that's humanity is just is we're just just these these excreta machines just walking around just shitting and peeing and bleeding and coming just everywhere and it's it's just we're we're just these gross things 
but also were these gross excreta factories that managed to build rockets to go to another planet. So that's pretty cool. You know, that's that's a good metaphor for humanity on the whole is just a shit machine that also managed to to break the bonds of Earth. It's pretty damn accurate, I think. But also, I don't know uh, what you guys think. So oh, that wasn't a but also statement. That was more of a, Alex, I think you've covered the thing you want to cover. Why are you still talking about it? Uh, so that's that. That's, that's a poop challenge. If you guys have any ideas of uh, plans of how to deal with uh, shit, blood, and pee, uh, you know, write to NASA. You got nine days. Maybe some kind of vacuum suit or... I guess you, you really can't... I was going to say you just dump it out the window, but I guess you really can't do it. Can you burn shit? I wonder... I mean, it, it, it's... It's got to... I wonder if there's some way to, like, turn it into fuel. Like, obviously not the most efficient fuel ever, but at least you'd get rid of it. So just kind of give you some extra thrust or something. They probably thought about that. Let's face it. I'm not going to solve the space poop challenge, but maybe you guys will. I don't know. Next on the list, it says, I don't know what that means, but I'll read it to you anyway. Forearm tendon says I should end it. What the, what the hell does that mean? Forearm tendon. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's okay. So there's this thing. If look at, look on your, like hold your, your hand out. Um, and then kind of like make like a, like a claw with your hand and like pull it forward. If you see a tendon in the middle of your wrist, uh, like kind of moving up, uh, that's, uh, not everybody has that tendon. It's, it's one of the, one of the kind of visual signs of evolution. Uh, that that some people have and some don't, and I I have that tendon, and I was thinking that would be like this this weird dystopia or something. I I maybe you know I should probably just delete things from this list before bringing them on the show. But I'm gonna finish this thought that uh, it'd be this crazy like really boring dystopia, like kind of like the Hunger Games, except they hunt people down with this wrist tendon, and they're the ones that are murdered. So it's like the most arbitrary uh, kind of genocide ever. Because, you know, we're, we're a part of the, the previous kind of generation of humans because we haven't evolved away from having that tendon. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know why, but that just like, it would just really amuse me of like people running down the street, like being chased by like, you know, future Gestapo because you, you fucking tendoner, there's a tendoner on the street. And that'll be, that'll be like yelling, that'll be like yelling Juden at, at them. Tendon, tendon. And then you get murdered for having a tendon. So there's a bunch of people that like, uh, you know, to try to get out of it, they try to have their tendon like surgically removed or, or you know, uh, kind of like when you're draft dodging back in the day, like people would get into accidents and blow their toe off. These are, There'd be a lot of people that like accidentally like had their lawnmower chop both their hands and arms off so as to not see the tendon anymore. Um, yeah, there's that's, that's a thought that I had. God, I'm over explaining things, man. I guess that's what I do on the show, huh? Is I just overexplain stuff. Next thing on the list of stuff to talk about. The 3% is great, save for awkward dubbing. And that every show doesn't need to have slow violin theme. Oh, yeah. So, this is a thing that started. And maybe it's Game of Thrones started it. Um, I don't know. When to, but, like, a lot of shows have kind of slow 
violin-y thing, like the like X-Files maybe started it. No, that's not, that's piano, I think. But anyway, that kind of like dramatic, slow kind of thing, like Game of Thrones has it, the 3% has it, uh, Westworld has it, though those, those all kind of pick up, uh, you know, um, what do you call it? Cadence? What do you call it in music? Pick up tempo as they move through. But everybody's got the fucking, like, some variant of the same goddamn, like, uh, Almost like pretentious theme, I guess. I guess you would say. So anyway, um, the three percent went up. So Alex, what's the three percent? Well, audience member, I'm glad you asked. Three percent is on Netflix. It is a it is a show on Netflix. I think it's Brazilian uh, sci-fi show, post-apocalyptic future. I don't know if there's an apocalypse. It probably was, but the idea is that everybody lives in these shitty kind of favelas. Uh, just humanity is broke ass and it's pretty terrible. And that every year, 3% of the population is allowed to go to the offshore where that's like this, where all the kind of smart, beautiful people live. And you got to go through this kind of Hunger Games-esque, no, not Hunger Games-esque because they're not killing each other. It's basically just like a a series of really hardcore personality and intellect tests. And the 3% of those get to go to the, the island place, the offshore and we're following a, a class of these people. And, you know, it turns out there's a there's a kind of rebellion against this because, you know, it's not fair and blah, blah, blah. Very good show. Uh, I shouldn't have blah, blah, blah it because that doesn't sound like I was excited about it. It's a super good show. I just don't want to get into too much more detail of it because it gives any, you know, I just I don't want to give too much away about like kind of the, the plotting. Um it's not a super good show. Take that back. I, I, I'm not signing off on that. It's a, it's a very watchable show. It's not super good. It's, it's good. If you're into sci-fi, it's, it's a good sci-fi show. That's the way I should put it. It's a super good sci-fi show. It's not like, it's not, you know, it's not great. Uh, the one problem is, uh, I watched it dubbed and man, I don't know if it's the voices they use for the dubbing or the, the recording technique, but the dubbing sounds like shit. It's like they made no attempt to try to match, I guess, you know, I think that the, the main thing is they don't, they make no attempt to match like kind of room tone. So it just sounds like, it sounds like, you know, English, native English speakers speaking into like a perfect studio mic and then everything else on the show is, you know, it sounds like well-mixed audio that would be in the room. So it's like you're watching two characters interact and it's like, you know, uh, it doesn't sound like two characters interacting with each other. It sound, I mean, it's it just sounds like dubbed audio, which is really obvious that it's not the the, the native uh, audio. Like if you closed your eyes and didn't watch that the mouths didn't line up, you would still be able to tell that it's dubbed because it just doesn't fit the the kind of the tone. You know, tonally it doesn't fit. But other than that, it's well worth watching. It's on Netflix. Check it out. Three percent. You can get back to me uh, uh, on it. It's, and and pay attention to the violin theme. Uh, you know, let's do that right now. We're going to live on the show. Let's, let's see if we can't do a little comparison here. Let's find, uh, we're going to go to YouTube. Let's start with, uh, the 3% theme. Um, this is probably not going to work out, but let's see if it does. Um, 3% theme. Um, this might be it. 
Let's do Netflix. Why is this not showing up anywhere? Oh, here we go. Okay. Okay, there's the slow. Doesn't this sound like every other theme? I mean, obviously that one doesn't. ignore the That's that's the three percent. Let's go to Game of Thrones. Oh wow, it's kind of slow. Violoncello. Okay, let's go with uh, Westworld. It's the same theme. I mean, it's not the same, obviously, but they're so fucking similar. Now, just throw some hell in the background. It's it's the three percent theme, and then speed it up and throw some kind of horse-sounding things. It's Game of Thrones. Like. That could easily go into the Game of Thrones theme. Like, if you're like a musician person, you should fucking mash these up, and it turns out they're the exact same thing. I mean, obviously not the exact same thing. I'm not that big of an idiot, but they're so they sound so fucking similar. And there was more examples of it, I'm sure, because as I was listening to it, I could, but I couldn't think of them. Um, of of uh, of that kind of similar deal. I guess the X Files is somewhat like that. Um, but there's more recent ones as well. Like, I feel like one of the, um, like, you know, Daredevil or one of those, like, kind of shows is also that way. But I don't, I don't really, I'm not entirely sure. Uh, yeah, so that's, that's that. 3% watch it. Dig it. Uh, a show, uh, no, let's, we'll leave that on the list. I was going to tell you guys how Dirk Gently, the new BBC America show, sucks. But frankly, I don't, I, I don't know much to say about it. Uh, if if you like the books, you probably won't like the show because it's not a good adaptation. But the 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 lead character Dirk Gently, uh, I don't know the actor's name, but boy, he's 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 infinitely watchable, like a very uh, easy to watch person, uh, kind of charming, I guess is the phrase. So um, I don't even like, so I can't even like shit on the show that much because it's like, oh wow, this is just not good in comparison to the books that it's based on, which is unfortunate because. I like the books. So, but it's like, uh, yeah, whatever. So anyway, if you're, if you're, if, if you've never, Dirk Gently is written by the same guy that, uh, Douglas Adams, that wrote Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, so if, if you've never read them, you, you uh, maybe watch, uh, Dirk Gently on BBC America. If you've read the books and you want to be annoyed about how they, uh, diverge from the books. Well, you know, if you like being annoyed, you can do that. Um, Dirk Gently is part of a government program, you know, super secret program. I'm not kidding. Makes me sad. But that's what it is. So that's on my list. And you know what? I'm going to cross that off the list because 
That's a thing. Uh, also on the list, facebook.com slash thestandardpdx. That's right, the standard commercial. The thing that you wait for in every episode of the Alex cast. But Alex, what are we going to talk about this week? Uh, Revolver Ground 14 Northeast 22nd, the standard. This week, let's talk about the place is decked out. It is radiant. It is it is refulgent. That's probably not a word. Uh, with 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 Christmas ornaments and ornamentation. Boy, I mean, it looks like the 1970s threw up Christmas into the standard, and it is lovely. If you like hot drinks, there's a bunch of I don't know, like hot cider with stuff in it. I don't drink that stuff, but it's it's there. It smells nice. Cinnamon sticks go in it. The only thing I, the only reason I'd ever want one is because I would like a drink with a cinnamon stick like sticking out of it. Because I just feel like, man, that's some old school shit. That's like 1800s. So go 14 Northeast 22nd. Enjoy the, the the Halloween ambiance, the the warm drinks, and the 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 camaraderie that goes with being in a bar in Portland, Oregon. And again, can't stress enough. Come and say hi to me because, you know, I haven't met a listener in a while, so it'd be cool if somebody stopped by. Be like, hey, Alex, it's me. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm a. I listen to your show. I could be like, hey, guy that listens to my show. Let's have a conversation. And let's face it, it's gonna be a guy. You know, I've done, the, I've done this, this, this bit before. <laughs> Just, yes, all the guys listen to the show. Rah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, yeah, okay. So we were talking about theme songs there. West World. Um. Wait, let's bring up the theme again. Dramatic music. Westworld. The story of some robots in a Western setting. Anthony Hopkins is a robot builder. He builds robots. But does he have alternative views on robots? This show sucked. I mean, it didn't suck. I enjoyed watching it. But, uh... They, uh... It's actually... I'm just gonna not play this under... I, was, I had the idea of just playing this in the background while I talked, but, like... I, there's not... I, I can't turn it down enough. Here... So, we I've talked about it every time John's on. We talk about Westworld... But so the finale happened last week and I, you know, I forget how much of the conversation happened on air or off air with John, but my, my kind of overall concern with the show is basically they're sacrificing character for kind of ideas and plotting. So for me, it was like, okay, I accept this bargain that the show has put out that these characters are really shallow. They're, they're empty. They don't, they don't, there's not much to them, but there's reasons for that. So like, uh, because the, because the plot is interesting, because the, the concepts behind it are interesting, we're saying that, okay, well, I'm willing to, to give that a trade instead of having really, you know, you could have like super nuanced characters with, you know, less of a plot. That seems to be what it happens. Cause it's just, you know, you, there's only so much screen time you have. As the show progressed, I started to think, well, there's there's not enough left here for, I don't even want to say a reveal, because it doesn't have to be like some secret thing, but there had to be a bit of something left over that would redeem this whole 
character versus plot thing that I'm positing. I hope this makes sense. Like what I'm saying is like, so if you have a, let's, let's just put it into like, okay, you have, you have a movie where in the, this is cause I don't want to give away like too many spoilers. I, I, you know, I, I actually fuck that. If you haven't seen all of Westworld, don't listen to the end of this. Cause I, I, I don't know how many spoilers I can not give away, but let's say that you were watching a movie with that had uh, the big reveal at the end is, well, they were dead the whole time or something like that. That can make up for, because like, oh, that's weird that, uh, like, here's a great example. Uh, the Sixth Sense, Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. There's that relationship with his wife that's really cold and it turns out they never really talk to each other and like, it's awkward and like, they're fully not, you know, by that, you don't really get a fleshed out character for it. Even though that, that, that did it a, kind of well, because he did get to know the Bruce Willis character. But like, anyway, the point is like, the reason you didn't get to see uh, interesting character dynamic, interesting character, you know, interaction between Bruce Willis and his wife because Bruce Willis is dead and his wife couldn't see him anymore. So the reveal paid that off. So if I were watching, say, The Sixth Sense was a TV show, if I'm like, man, these characters are like, they never talk to each other. It's like, just like, this is kind of awkward. Like, this is not really great writing. And in the end, I go, oh, he's dead. Oh, fuck. This was great. Like, what, what a thing. So it doesn't have to be that extreme, but like, that's what I'm saying. So Westworld had a lot of that one-sided, just really transparent characters that are more archetype than character. So that's why I posited that, uh, I keep saying positive, but that's why I said that maybe they're all robots and that's the entire, that's going to be the reveal, but it didn't have to be something huge. But the point is something needed to pay off to, I don't want to use the word forgive, but to for, but to forgive some of the, you know, the character the lack of depth in the characters. So we get to the the finale and it did the exact opposite. The, the, the reveal, I mean, it's not like the big reveal at the end. It like, it, it turns out that, um, that Ford has actually been trying to make the robots conscious that he's actually trying to finish Arnold's plan, find whatever. That's, that's okay. The other part of it is the kind of the end of the man in black, uh, you know, William storyline the big reveal or whatever is, well, this, 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 the maze wasn't for you. That doesn't mean anything. Like the man in black didn't need to be in Westworld in order. He served no purpose to the show other than to have us look at something else other than the plot. He did nothing. So if all the man in black did was as William uh, have that have that kind of the the, the weekend with with, uh, with what's her fucking face. I'm already forgetting all the characters' names because I'm so annoyed with it. But like, if that's the entire thing, then 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 that's it. Uh, uh, you didn't need Ed Harris. He didn't do anything. He was just a he was a faint the entire time. He he he. The plot was changed not a fucking iota by his by his interaction there. All it was was a was a false mystery. Oh, it turns out they're the same person in different timelines. That does that's not that's not writing. That's that's bullshit. That's 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 like showing a pair of tits for no reason. Which I which I mean I guess given the show we're talking about, that probably probably not the best <laughs> comparison because they did do a lot of showing tits for no reason. But the the the, the th- 
the point in having characters in a show. It's that they further the plot or their character's interesting. And, you know, frankly, they need to have some. So what they did with him was he's a one-dimensional character that looks like he's trying to further the plot, but he doesn't. So all we did, we watched a nobody do nothing for the entire season. And they devoted, that's probably 40% of the screen time, or at least 40% of the kind of the plotting was that guy. So you cut the balls off his entire story. In the end, it turns out the exact thing that we thought was happening happened. It, it's just, it, it, it was totally underwhelming. Uh, what, I, I, I made some notes. Um, oh yeah. So at one point they show, uh, a samurai land, I called it. They walk, they're kind of running through the backstages and they see that there's a samurai character. So it's like, oh, there's another aspect of the park, like samurai land. Well, that, like, having that is just like, even if that pays off next season, showing that there completely undercuts the story with Ford, like trying to have them gain sentience. Because it's like, how much smaller are you making the fucking story that it's one section of one park, one, like, it just, it, you diminish the scope so much that it, it just ended up being nothing. It's just a bunch of, uh, you know, so the scope is supposed to be, I've introduced a new level of consciousness into the universe and new people. And then, then they show Samurai Land where it's like, oh, well, so not really. Like it doesn't like, there's still this other operational part. It's, it's like, I mean, I don't know how to draw an analogy to it, but it's just, there's no, there's, there'd be no far ranging effects by showing that, it would be like a nuclear war drama. It's like New York was exploded, and then they just show like New Jersey's just kind of like, "Hey guys, we're fine. Don't worry about it." It's like, well, that ugh, just annoys the shit. Sorry, I just it had such potential to be a good show. The acting was so on point. But anyway, yeah. So there's there's my Westworld finale. What else did I? What other notes did I have? Um. Oh yeah, the Logan and William story was just just nothing happened there. The, the fact that William went nuts and killed a bunch of the robots, it, there were nothing led to that. There was no, th that, that, th that was outside the bounds of his character. It's just, uh, the, the, here's what I'll say of, of value. The scene on the beach at the, in the finale, very nice looking. And yep, there's the end of my looking for something good to find. Oh, it's just very, I hate when I like a show or I like a thing and then it just kind of falls to shit. And not to say that it's not worth watching, but it was just a sequence of just kind of swings and misses, you know, but I don't know, whatever. And why here's, here's one more question. Why, why was there nineties music as the, as the player piano? I mean, it's supposed to take place in like 2052 or something like that. And I think that's like the current timeline. So then there's the 30 years before, which would be 2022. Why would there be music that's 30 years even older than that as a player piano? That doesn't, it doesn't really, I mean, other than just, oh, here's a gimmick. Uh, it, this, this is a gimmick for, for us to have on our show. That that's how neat is this, which is the, the exact same thing as the fucking man in black stuff. It's just like all you did, th there's no substance. And you know, that's, that's what you are trading on. Cause that's, that's how you were getting away with your fucking transparent garbage bag characters was that there was supposed to be substance and there was no substance, sir. No substance having you. So boo Westworld. Boo. Yeah. All right. That's it. What else is on my list? Um, 
Any other quick ones? We already did a half hour. Uh, middle school lesbian voice. Oh, yeah. So I've been watching uh, a lot of uh, cartoons just because it's just something I have on the background. I, I fell in love with um, Adventure Time, which I think I've talked about on the show before. Really, really very much like that show. And I realized that, uh, you know, not realize that, but mostly the, the, a lot of the kind of one-off voices are just, you know, friends of the guy that made the show, Pendleton Ward, and like kind of his comedian friends and friends of friends or whatever. And I have a weird voice, like as I said, a middle school lesbian voice. What, how do I get on a cartoon show? Like I'm not saying Adventure Time because that's like super famous and you know going off the air soon. But like I want to, I want to be on a on a cartoon. So anybody making cartoons? Can you cast me? Like I'm not saying be like the lead guy, but listen to my voice right now. Like hey, yeah, what's going on, guys? Do you want to buy a sword? Yeah, it's uh, I got plenty of swords. Look at look at the size of my sword having ability. This one's made of fire and this this is a nice sword look at look at the ice sword selection that i have in my mythical my mythical armory see my voice is perfect for cartoons and i don't know why i realized before and you know when i get all weird and up pitched it's 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 perfect you have a perfect weirdo cartoon voice just imagine the possibilities so how the fuck do i get to be a cartoon voice someone help me out here does it be does anybody work in cartoons let's let's do this let's get together let's hook up i don't i don't need to be paid I just want to like, I just want to be at the background. Like, can I just be like a guy that walks by and like waves at like, hey, what's going on, Finn? In, in Adventure Time. Hey, hello, Jake the dog. I'm, I'm your friend. Hey, Lex. I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm of the Lex tribe. See, look at that. And then, and then all you Alex cast listeners would be like, oh, what a, what a fun inside joke. Alex, Alex was on <laughs> Adventure Time. Uh, I know this is not a thing that can happen, but I wrote it down in my notes. And as as the kind of the throughput of these solo shows are, I'm gonna read shit for my for my Google notes and then see what happens. That is there. Uh, next thing down, I want to believe in a Trump conspiracy. Oh, this is an easy one. So I've talked about it on the show a bunch. How I think uh, the conspiracy theories are mostly bunk. Uh, it's just people that desperately want to believe that there's a higher power or a higher order to things. And not let me let me take this back one sec. Not that all conspiracy theories are bonk. I, I, I'm, that's way too broad of a stroke. But I think a lot of conspiracy theory is p- people looking for, you know, a greater order because the universe is chaos and chaos is scary. So to put to say that, oh well, there's a a, a cabal of magic practicing lizards that controls our lives is is. A lot, uh, like, at least you have something kind of fight against instead of just like, oh, no, we just live in a, a disordered and chaotic universe that, you know, there's no cause for anything. That's scary. The unknown's scary. So I think people kind of want there to be something behind something so as to, like, make it easier to understand. Uh, that's my view on conspiracy theory. And, and I think a lot of times it's just people, you know, being a little bit being afraid and letting their fear get to them. And that's why they start believing these things. On that note, I got so excited looking at the Higher Side Chats, uh, the conspiracy theory podcast that I listened to. Uh, Craig's been on the show. I've been on that one. Uh, really great show. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, but somebody made over, I just saw in the in the episode description, like the Trump conspiracy or something like that. And I got so excited. I'm like, oh, there's a conspiracy. Please let there be a conspiracy. No, there's no way this actually happened. Like I was so without reading a single fact 
without I didn't even read the entire description. I just saw like Trump the conspiracy and just dove on that going, oh, yes, yeah, that must be it. That must be it. There must have been something horrible. There must have been a secret cabal that happened behind it. That Yes, lizard people. I now believe in lizard people if they were the ones that got Trump elected. I was so fucking willing without even the smallest whisper of a fact behind it to dive, dive in and accept that there's a conspiracy to it because I just I didn't. I don't want to believe that the country is so fucked that we elected this fucking clown. And, uh, but it was just like this moment of like, Oh, this is, this is it. Like I, now I, I mean, it's not like I didn't understand it before. I guess I just kind of increased my empathy or sympathy or whatever towards people that are believe in, you know, a shitload of conspiracy theories of, yeah, you know, that's, that's why you do it. You know, I get it. It's not that I didn't get it, but now I get it. You know, now I'm really just like, yeah, I just, I so desperately want to believe that because that's, oh, that's a far less scary universe uh, where we're, uh, they'd look, no, it's a secret scary people did this. Like, oh, the secret scary people are made of scary. They're the ones that, that elected this guy, not just a bunch of, you know, fucking people that are complicit in racism and sexism. Like, no, no, it's, it's, it's a cabal of shape-changing lizards. That's, that's it. So there's there's your pal Alex saying I'm what 100% uh, uh, susceptible 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 I am of the type that can be convinced of conspiracy because I can't say that word right now susceptible to conspiratorial thinking and I did it right there it happened guys very sad. It's not sad. I just, I keep saying it's very sad because it's like a, it sounds like a good way to summarize stuff. Anyway, that's, that's, that's it. There's your episode of the Alex cast. This, this is, this is one for the ages in that everyone's for the ages because the world just keeps plodding on forward. Um, yeah, uh, go to alexcast.com, Alex with two X's and check out stuff. Click around, click the Amazon link before you shop on Amazon. Um, if you want to give me a Christmas present, alexcast at gmail.com, uh, you know, just type that into PayPal and throw me a couple bucks. I'm not saying, like, you don't have to. Like, this is like a begging thing. It's just, you know, if you're like, hey, Alex is like, uh, I've been listening to your show for a long time. And like, you know, you're like a part of my life. Yeah, that'd be, you know, hook me up. I'm like your, uh, I'm like your, your sad, you know, poor cousin that lives, that lives like one state over that you, you don't really want them to come over for like holiday dinners, but like you, you still kind of like them. So you're just like, oh, I guess I'll send them a card. Give him, give him like an Amazon gift gift card and just get him to shut up. That's the Alex cast. Just 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 do things to get the host to shut up. Yeah, uh, Alex casted uh, gmail for PayPal or just for saying hello at the Alex cast on Twitter. Uh, um, I don't know. Just fucking look me up. Oh, and uh, alexbolin.com is the website I'm building for uh, uh, my written work. It's still uh, the the website's still kind of being put together, but. If you ever want to check out stuff I've written, there's links to it there. You know, it's on Amazon. And I feel, yeah, I'm, I'm repeating myself. So anyway, yes, uh, this has been the Alexcast. Thank you very much for listening. And uh, I hope you all have a uh, lovely day and that your storytelling uh, is better than Westworld. Bye.